0: and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes. Again, my name is Brian, and I have been a diehard Yankees fan since I was about seven years old. The goal of the Historic Pinstripes show, as always, is to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. So, um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Historic Pinstripes, and um, I just want to apologize for having missed so many weeks. But I I plan on having a lot more episodes coming out in the next few weeks, Um, so let's get going with this week's episode on curses in baseball and are there really curses in baseball? Um, First of all, I don't believe in curses in baseball because it's a game and baseball it just evolves. There's there's a lot like through the years you're going to have your ups and your downs, and the Yankees are um, you, you know the Yankees are have just been very very lucky have had so many very very good teams um now in saying that of course i'm uh, kind of starting from the wild card game this past wild card game where the yankees lost to the red sox and yes the yankees have had a lot of success against the red sox but in the past 20 years of course they um 21 years i guess um the red sox have had a lot more success in the playoffs than the yankees but you know that's just that's just what happens you know um, like if you look back in Yankees history, there's from 2010 to the present, of course, um, where the Yankees haven't made the World Series. However, we haven't been we have made the playoffs. I think there's, um, yeah, two years where we did not make the playoffs. Actually, yeah, three years: 2014, 13, and 2016. Um, so I mean, and and just missing the playoffs for the Yankees is like it's something you don't see very often, which. Actually, in some ways, it's kind of a compliment to the Yankee organization, but obviously, you know, um, just as a fan of a team, you don't ever want to see your team not make the playoffs. At least, like, it's just you know, you want to see your team do good and go really far, um, or at least um, like 2016. For for instance, um, by the end of the season, the Yankees were even though they didn't make the playoffs, they kind of were kind of were looking better because. They had the younger guys come up toward the end of the year, so they had something excited, something to be excited about. Um, so now with this team, I, I, like either way, even if the Yankees won, I don't think that they were going to go anywhere at all. And I think the Red Sox were better equipped to beat the Rays um, or, the, or the Astros than us. However, you know, you never know what, we're like, if the Yankees, if we had gotten by the Red Sox and Garrett Cole pitched a lot better, I mean, who knows? Maybe we could have because the Yankees, so one thing about the Yankees this year is that they were extremely streaky, and if they got hot, they could beat anybody. But at the same time, whenever you have a team like that, that strikes out a lot, and and they just wait for the home run ball, which the Red Sox do hit a lot of home runs, but they also put the bat on the ball against a really tough uh, Houston Astros team who also puts the bat on the ball. Of course, I'm talking about the American League Championship Series of 2021 this year but um you know regardless you know the Yankees had had they had their problems and you know they just got beat by unfortunately they got beat by the better team and they weren't the better team unfortunately. Um, however, you know moving on into the future, the Yankees are gonna have a lot more better days ahead of them um it, you know and, and obviously they're going to still you know they're gonna I'm sure they're gonna have their bumps along the way I, I in my opinion this year I don't really, I feel like, you know, Aaron Boone obviously could have done a way better job. Um, there's no question about it. Um, but I do think that some of the moves that Cashman didn't make in the offseason um, of last year going into 2021 were quite very questionable, like not having very many left-handed hitters in the lineup. Of course, he kind of fixed that in the midseason, but you could say that maybe it was a little bit too late. Um, however, I mean... Once he got them the left-handed hitters, you know, they started playing a lot better. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that they're, there's plenty of blame to go around between Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman. I think the Yankees seem to be way too analytically driven. And sometimes I feel like they need to have that balance. Because like, I think when they had – Joe Girardi, to me, I think was the perfect manager for the Yankees because he had that – he seemed to have a good balance. Like he he, he kind of managed from the gut. At the same time, though, I mean, Aaron Boone really didn't have any experience at all when he came to the Yankees to manage them. I don't know. So, I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of Joe Girardi. I thought Joe Girardi should have stayed with the Yankees from the beginning, and I still do feel like that. However, I'm willing to give Aaron Boone a, another chance So, as the manager of the New York Yankees. And I'm, I'm hopeful for the Yankees because they do have some, you know, some of the young guys in their farm system like Anthony Valpe, top prospects, shortstop and uh, Oswald Peraza coming up through the system you know so it's good to have those young guys down there uh, they have a Jason Dominguez but of course you know those are, they're just prospects and you don't know what to expect with them but it's fun to get excited about their um, promising futures possibly um, of course you know as Yankee fans we want um, results and you know I think that's I think that's awesome because you know if you're a fan you want to be invested in the team so i mean i think i think there's a lot of ways the yankees could go but i think they definitely need a shortstop for sure um and they'll probably go with the free agent row i would imagine um unless they go with a big trade if somebody allows them uh with a big trade out of the blue um but i don't know who who they would trade for uh to get a shortstop um and also, I feel like they do need another starting pitcher. Because right now, I feel like there's two starting pitchers they can rely on. And one of them is Garrett Cole. But although I said Garrett Cole is a pitcher the Yankees can rely on, he's he hasn't really shown that he's that ace that he was before the, all the sticky stuff in June. He hasn't really shown that he's the same ace pitcher. I, I mean, he is still a very, very good pitcher. But I think he still has to prove that he can he can dominate consistently at that at the major league level um but at the same time I still believe in Garrett Cole as the ace of the Yankees I feel like he can do it he's just gonna he's just gonna kind of not really prove himself but just kind of uh just show that you know he's the same pitcher and I think he will I really do um but um you know you know it'll it'll be interesting also Jordan Montgomery um I, you know Jordan Montgomery kind of went under the radar this year but he had a very good season um, he pitched a, a lot, quite a few innings. I think it was like 150 plus innings this year. Um, you know, so Jordan Montgomery is definitely a guy they can rely on, and Luis Severino. Um, he's a, I, I think he's kind of the wild card because he's he gets hurt an awful lot, but if he's healthy, he can he's definitely going to help the Yankees. Um, but of course, that's always a question mark with Luis Severino. So I do think that they definitely need at least one more. I would say one more starter if they could maybe bring back Tanaka, that would be great. But if if I mean Tanaka's also was getting older and he missed a year. But at the same time, Tanaka one thing about Tanaka was that you could always rely on him in the big games. So I don't know Masahiro Tanaka was um, he he was he was uh, a uh, one of the better pitchers in the league in in my opinion anyway at least in big games. Um, but anyways, coming back to the uh, topic anyway. Of curses in baseball, you know. So the Yankees, they've they've had they they really haven't had a whole lot of droughts. Obviously, they're kind of currently in in a drought um, of not making the World Series um, uh, since two thousand um, and nine. Uh, and so currently, the the longest Yankees drought um, is actually if you you have to go way back to nineteen oh three to nineteen twenty. Of course, you know you you don't want to look at this stuff like if you're a Yankee fan, because, you know, you want to look at results. But if you're looking at it from a different this perspective, you can kind of gain clarity on how great the Yankees have actually, have really done an, an amount of, like, 120 years in their franchise history or so. Um, so 1903 to 1920, that's 17 years that they went without even going to the World Series because, obviously, they didn't have playoffs back then. And they had some really, really bad teams if you go back and look. At those those teams with the New York Highlanders in 1903, I think it was that they began with them, and uh, going all the way to the New York Yankees, and even when they first got Babe Ruth in uh, 19, I think it was 1920 actually. So the 1920 season, they weren't they didn't just it didn't uh, they still added a few extra guys. I think it was really 1921 where they really, that that was the first year they went to the World Series. Um, Anyways, that was the longest drill they've ever had. But the second longest drill is 1982 to 1995, which actually, um, I was born around that time. And so I, I actually didn't get to see the Yankees in the World Series until I was like, uh, I think it was like 14 years old or so. Um, and that's the first time I ever saw the Yankees win the World Series. So that was, in a lot of ways, though, it kind of made it more sweet. I mean, obviously, I wanted the Yankees to win a lot earlier, you know, just because, you know, you want your team to win and you always will win. But anyways, I think that the more your team loses makes the the winning that much better. Um, not that you want them to lose because you never want your team to lose. However, um, so that that was the second longest Yankees drill um, as far as not getting to, the, to even the playoffs or the World Series. Um, and that's kind of a big thing with the Yankees because you know, the Yankees typically they make the playoffs and they make it to the world series. Cause they've been very blessed, I guess, to, to really make it there. They won no other teams, won 27 world series. I think the closest team is the Cardinals with 13. Uh, and then, uh, the third longest route I believe is 1965 to 1975. Of course, 76, they went to the world series and then 77, 78, they won it. Um, that that was also a pretty long drought but I believe from sixty five to seventy at least seventy four things were looking very, very grim and that there that could have been like the worst stretch as far as as far as like how badly they played. From like for the Yankees in eighty two to eighty two to like nineteen eighty seven I guess. They were not really a horrible team, but they weren't that they just they just weren't didn't have enough to make it to the playoffs. Like nineteen eighty five I think they were um, they finished a game back of Toronto, I think, who made it to the playoffs to face the Kansas City uh, Kansas City Royals in the um, American League Championship Series because there was only two rounds the League Championship um, in '85 and then the World Series and they they just just missed the playoffs. Toronto went to the to the American League Championship Series against the Royals. They lost, of course, and the Royals ended up winning the World Series that year in '85 against the Cardinals. I think that was a seven-game World Series, um, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, of course, uh, they also had, you know, they had some decent teams in '86, '87. I think '88 they were kind of starting to fall off a little bit, um, but they weren't too bad. '89 I know they weren't very good at all, but '88 I'm not sure if I think that. I think that's when they really started to kind of to fall, um, especially with all the stuff with Dave Winfield and George Steinbrenner. I, I think that's around the time where I don't know exactly when Steinbrenner got suspended. It might have been 89, I think. 89, 90. I think it was just before the 90 season or so. Um, but it could have been 89. But anyways, that also, I think, probably was a big part of that because Steinbrenner, of course, all he did was he, he wanted to open up the open up his pocketbooks and, and sign the next biggest star. And he expected results, which is why him and Winfield didn't hit it off because he was paying Winfield a bunch of money at the time, which... Nowadays, probably pales in comparison to like what players like Mookie Betts gets paid or, or Giancarlo Stanton or, or, or anyone really in the game today. Um, but at the time, it was a lot of money. And even though Winfield was playing very well, um, but Steinbrenner was doing things that just weren't really, probably weren't necessarily great. But at the same time, that's kind of, you know, Steinbrenner, George Steinbrenner just had that fire that Yankee fans loved, and they still love today, and they should. You know, I love, loved, I, I loved um, seeing how passionate George Steinbrenner was as owner of the New York Yankees because he was a fan. He showed that he lived and died with the New York Yankees. He really um, loved the team, and I think that's why the Yankees miss George Steinbrenner so much, and they wish that Hal Steinbrenner— or we, I'm sorry, we wish that Hal Steinbrenner— um, would be like George Steinbrenner, uh, but anyways, that's that's just uh, something that I thought of. Um, uh, then, uh, so but of course, from 1990 to 90, let's say 1990 to 95, the Yankees kind of they started off extremely bad. Of course, they had the, the they were in last place in 1990, but then 91 they got a little little bit better. They weren't very good, but they got a little bit better. 92 I think was their first winning season, and in a few years maybe like four or five years or so. In 93, they got a little better, added some extra guys like Paul O'Neill, Wade Boggs, uh, Jim Abbott, I believe, in 93, um, or maybe 92 for Jim Abbott. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was 93. Um, you know, So they started adding players like that and, of course, developing more players and bringing them up, like Bernie Williams, who Bernie Williams took a while to, to um, develop him. But, you know, eventually got there and other guys joined them like Jeter and Pettit, Posada. So, uh, um, you know, that that was their second longest stroke in team history. Um, however, you know, there's there could have been a lot worse. Of course, you know, as Yankee fans, we really don't want to hear that. But um, regardless, though, you know, like I said, baseball, it's a game. It evolves. Things will turn. They always for every team. Like look at teams like the Chicago Cubs, who went 108 years without winning a World Series, and they win their first one 2016. They've won a few World Series in their history, so I mean, you just never know when the next one will be. It's 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 uh it's just difficult. Um, no, the Red Sox, of course, in 86 years, um, that that we really need to be reminded about that. But it it's it's just in some ways it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of just a kind of a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing you can if other teams have done it you know the Yankees have had a very very small drill compared to other teams like the Cubs or like the Red Sox have had like currently the Indians have a 73 year drought of not winning the World Series um and uh 97 they probably should have won the World Series against the Marlins um but of course they didn't and they you know I guess they didn't deserve to um but the Marlins were they just were able to sneak out a win. I think it was Renteria who got the game-winning hit. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it was the bottom of the 10th or not. But Also, in 1995, they lost the World Series to the Braves. Um, Braves, of course, had that great pitching staff with uh, three Hall of Famers, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, and uh, John Smoltz. Um, So, So, you know, the Indians were another team and um like even if you look at the red sox years that they lost the world series 46 67 75 and 86 and a lot of those were just they just they just couldn't get the job done um and then of course gone now from like 2004 to 2018 um they've just had a lot of luck you know and eventually things will turn around the other way for them and i'm not saying it'll be 86 years (laughs) like nobody really knows that Probably not, because I think part of that could have been their ownership, too, maybe. I don't know. It could have been a lot of things. I, I don't really know. Um, regardless, I, things will definitely turn around for the Yankees. Also, another thing I did want to mention, too, was that um, I, I feel like it is a, it's a—it's definitely okay to talk about the past, your team's past. Like Sometimes other fans might get annoyed by hearing about the Yankees' 27 rings and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I, I feel like talking about the past is kind of therapeutic it's good to remember the the past moments in yankees history also one last thing i did want to mention was uh why bring up the past when talking about baseball um this I, I feel like is kind of whenever it comes up like when fans are talking uh and like and like some fans start getting in an argument and they uh they kind of get on yankee fans because they feel they feel like the yankee fans are always bringing it up you know, the past moments, but, you know, if, if the Red Sox or the Cubs or the, you know, and the Red Sox and the Cubs, they have a a long history themselves in their team history, but there's just a different history, and the Yankees have luckily had more great moments than any other team, so they've just been blessed so far, and, you know, of course, with that brings moment, brings more um, bad moments, like, like the past Twenty or so years however I think the bad moments for the Yankees really have not been all that bad um I mean I I do feel like you know obviously I I would like to see the Yankees win a World Series and eventually they will um it'll probably be sooner than we think but um I I, um I, I I feel like uh it's okay to talk about the past and talking about baseball baseball history um because bringing up baseball history you're just remembering different times in the past and different moments and it's just kind of like in life when you want to bring up when you want to uh, remember different moments of your past and kind of remember fondly on that and you know that's okay because that's a that's a good thing there's nothing wrong with that Um, and uh... it just shows that how how great the Yankees have and sometimes maybe some fans might just get a little jealous of how much success the Yankees have had and you know, that's okay, too, because that's that's their right to, you know, kind of, I guess, get annoyed, and, and they have every right to be annoyed, but at the same time, though, too, I, I feel like in base, baseball, Major League Baseball, there's a lot of history in the entire game that you can go back and look at so much stuff, um, so uh, obviously, we concentrate on Yankees history here, and, um, you know, this is just a short podcast, shorter podcast, I just wanted to uh, do um, just to kind of get back into things before I go I just want to mention that you you can feel free to send your comments in about this topic um, curses in baseball and the Yankees um, and their their recent drought and what you think about you know how how the Yankees have been doing and stuff um, you can feel free to email us um, at historicpinstripes at gmail.com and just maybe even uh, feel free to share what you think the Yankees should do for next year Of course, I just want to mention that the Historic Pintripes is a proud member of the 4041 Media family with other podcasts such as Psych Your Crime, Free Your Geek, Movie Theater Time Machine, um, Real Talk with Sensei Nick, and a bunch of other podcast streamers. You can go to www.4041media.com for more information. And once again, thank you all for listening, everybody. And as always, Go (laughs)